Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where we talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. There is no off-season. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this on the 18th day of October 2017 from a Sully Baseball studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. I'm recording this around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, California time which is just around the time that the Astros game is starting against the New York Yankees. Now, I've made it very, very clear that I am not a New York Yankee fan. I think anyone who knows me, and I know I do, knows that's the case and knows that I don't want to see them get good again. I was enjoying the fact that as of now, no matter when you think the decade begins, I think a decade begins Like this decade, I believe, began in 2010. But even if you're one of these people who says it begins in 2011, whatever, that we were going to have a Yankee-free decade in terms of the World Series. And when I saw the Yankees were going to play, when when the Yankees were losing 3-0 and their starting pitcher knocked out in the first inning of the wild card game, I'm thinking, okay, there you go, big relief. But then they come back from that. Don't worry, they're playing the Indians. When Indians win the first two games, Indians are the team I think are going to win the World Series. And then I, I still don't understand how the Indians lost that series. It is absolutely mind-boggling to me that they lost that series. Okay, but the Astros win the first two games, and they they lose Game Three. But it, it's clear that the Astros are. They, you know, they, they've won. I think they're going to win. And, of course, they take a 4-0 lead yesterday. And they're, they're rolling. The Yankees look like they're just kind of floundering, like the, the proverbial spider in the toilet with the legs flailing around. And somehow, some way, the Astros' bullpen absolutely implodes. And here we are. Now, you can say momentum is the next day's starting pitcher. And I and the Dallas Keuchel has had the Yankees' number both in the wild card game in 2015 and the first game of this American League Championship Series. He's pitched extraordinarily well against the New York Yankees. Uh, the Yankees faced Corey Kluber, who was the best pitcher on the planet, at least in the American League, for this last year, and they kicked the snot out of him. And suddenly there's this Astros lineup, which could score at will against my beloved Red Sox, save for that bases-clearing triple uh, double the other day, uh, it, suddenly their, their lineup doesn't look as great as it was before. And I'm going to tell you, friends, people floating down the river Sully with your pal Sully, I'm nervous that the Yankees are going to win this. Now, you already know what's going to happen. But right now on my TV, you have, uh, they're doing the pregame. So I'm living in the past right now. You're living in the future. Or maybe you're in the present. I don't know. All I do know is that you know who won this goddamn game. Sorry, Ray. And I really can't deal with a Yankee pennant right now. I can't. I'm trying to get some stuff in order with my life. And knowing the Yankees have won a pennant in a rebuilding year is too much for me to deal with. Now, I grant you, there are a lot of Yankee fans 
who had a hard time dealing with the fact that the Red Sox had a rebuilding year in 2013 and won a World Series. It goes both ways. But I'm not ready for a good Yankee team yet. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, it's, 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 my, it's my, the, my physiologically unready for that. Hey, I want to talk about something. The other thing going on is we're seeing, remember that, what was that, 10, 11 game losing streak that the Dodgers had in September? And people said, yep, you know what? They're going to be a team that wins a lot in the regular season, but can be taken down in the playoffs, a paper champion. Who knew that that paper champion was going to be the Cleveland Indians, who looked like they had everything running on full speed? And we have L.A. right now, who has, right now, I don't know, they're going to play later uh, this evening. And L.A. has a chance to be the first team since the Colorado Rockies, I believe this is true, are the first team since the Colorado Rockies to get to the World Series undefeated in the Division Series and World Series. Let's get well. Let's let's think about that. The the 08 Phillies Rays. I'm trying to do this by memory. Each of them lost a game going into it. Uh, 09 Phillies Yankees. Each of them lost a game before going to the World Series. 2010 Giants Rangers. Both of them had lost a game before going to the World Series. 11 Cardinals Rangers. Both of them had lost a game before getting to the World Series. 12, Tigers and Giants, both of them had lost games. Uh, 13, Red Sox, Cardinals, both of them had lost games. 14, Giants, Royals. Okay, Royals. All right, that's why I do it. Trying to do it by memory. Royals were undefeated getting into the World Series. Okay, I made a mistake. Your pal Sully made a mistake. The Royals were perfect going into the World Series. And the Rockies were perfect going into the World Series in 07, which is an added thing for the, both of those teams because they had to play an extra game. The, uh, uh, was it the, the Rockies had to play that one-game playoff against San Diego, and the Royals had to play the wild-card game against uh, Oakland. And both of them had almost lost that game anyway. So, All right, so the Dodgers have a chance to win the pennant tonight and answer a ton of critics. And essentially be sitting pretty. Because they'll be playing either the Yankees. Oh, God. I actually said the Yankees could be in the World Series. Of course they could be in the World Series. Or Houston. And nothing is going wrong for the, for the Dodgers right now. I mean, you know, it's like they've had this amazing season. They had that one big hiccup at the beginning of September. And now they look like the team... That clobbered everyone. I mean, yesterday's win against Chicago, in Chicago, was one of those wins where nothing went wrong. They could hit. They could pitch. They could field. They did everything right. And the Cubs, man, you know, you're looking at this and you go, man, what a series this could have been if it was the Nationals. But it's not. It's the Cubs. And uh, it's so funny. Wade Davis hasn't shown up yet. It's a good thing they rested him in game two. He is currently tied with me in appearances in the National League Championship Series. So he'll be well-rested with his team down 3-0. If the Dodgers win this, man, 
I mean, everything's breaking right for them. But then again, if the Yankees win, I can't even, my, my mouth can't even make those words. I want to address something that happened the other day in, in the world of, of Twitter. Um, I, I had a really, really strange exchange with someone that I, I going into game three, I, I noted something that was that I found to be interesting, which was that the uh, the Yankees had scored twice as many runs in the uh, in, you know twice as many runs as the Astros did. I said the the Yankees have outscored the Astros ten to five going into this game, but are behind in the series two to one. I thought that was interesting, and it's one of those things that shows that sometimes it's not about who scores the most runs over the course of a series, but when you score those runs. It's sort of you could point to the fact that the Yankees had essentially outplayed the Astros, but the Astros were ahead going to the end. But all I was doing was listing. A fact, the fact I found to be interesting. And there was a guy on Twitter uh, named Bren. His handle is BrennerJA. He said, this is literally the dumbest take of all time. You make it sound like they didn't choke two close games and get one of the luckiest blowouts. I didn't make a take. I just wrote, the Yankees have outscored the Astros 10-5 to going into this game, but are behind 2-1. to That was my dumb take. And I said, those are, I wrote back saying, those are two factual statements. And then he kept saying, you're making a point that the Yankees were sufferers of unfortunate luck and circumstance. No, it wasn't. I was stating a point. And, and the guy kept going at me. He kept saying I was a, a you know, a pea brain and, and, you know, it's just unbelievable. He, he was just berating me in a way that was just really weird. And he said, you know, and, and, and where's this weird thing that he said? Um, maybe he started saying, he started saying, you must be a guy who falls for tra- fallacies like Trump, stating the fact that the economy is up, bare bone information, yet implies he caused it. He's comparing me to Trump. And he said, uh, you need to revise how you state things and how you intend them to come across. Despite your ignorance and denial to do it, you did. Twitter is weird. I stated a fact. I stated two facts that I found interesting. And someone thought I was making a dumb take and proceeded to berate me and not let it go. So all I ask you is this. I am, if, if that's what I felt... I would have defended that point of view. So let me just say, he's probably not listening, but there's for anyone. If I say something, and if I make statements, and you think that I'm implying something, if you think that there's something to be read between the lines, all I ask you is to just read what I said. Don't assume I have some underlying issue. Sometimes I just say dumb crap. And if you put words in my mouth and I say, no, that's not what I said, not what I meant. No, that's not what I said and not what I meant. I I was actually 
trying to defend myself from stating two facts. But, well, this guy thought I was ignorant. I hope he's a fan. I hope he's listening to this. Hey, the Astros-Yankees game is starting, so I'm going to come back on when it's over. Oh, please, Astros. All right, uh, I'm picking this up right now. I am currently in Garfield Park in South Pasadena. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, my son had a cross-country meet today. He's on the cross-country team. That I did know, but I didn't know he had a meet today. And he called me and said, oh, I forgot to tell you, I have a meet today. So I am right now standing in kind of a warm day here in Southern California. And I'm watching a bunch of middle schoolers running long distance. And soon my son will be one of them. Uh, and this is good because I'm getting, I'm being a good dad. I'm being a supportive dad. And I am seeing all these schools from the San Gabriel Valley being represented. And oh yeah, I'm not watching the Astros and the Yankees. The Yankees are winning 2 nothing. Oh, and now I just double-checked it. It's now 4 nothing Yankees. Oh, what a nightmare. What a nightmare. We're going to have to live in a world where the Yankees are back in the World Series. Well, at least I'm here with my son. He's running somewhere at this point. And uh, I hope he's not too far behind. All right, well, we'll see where this ends. All right, well, the day is over. And uh, you know what happened. Uh, The Yankees won kind of convincingly. Like, the, the Astros didn't really put up much of a fight. And as a Red Sox fan, it pisses me off on two ends. First of all, that... Well, there are a lot of things that are making me mad. I'm not ready physiologically to deal with a Yankee pennant. Yeah, I just can't deal with it right now, and it's looking like it's going to happen. I mean, Justin Verlander can win, but, you know, I mean, I also thought that Corey Kluber was going to win. I thought Dallas Keiko was going to win. So it makes me mad. And it also makes me mad that this is a Yankee team that, that is built for the long term. It's built for the long haul. You're seeing that there are more stars on Cleveland and on Houston than there are on this Yankee team. And this is a team that, you know, with Sanchez and Bird and Judge, I mean, that's a nice foundation for a team that's going to be good for a while. You know, Clint Frazier is going to be good. I mean, who knows what they're going to, who knows what, you know, Tyler Wade or Miguel Andujar, some of these other young players are not quite on the team yet, but, you know, Severino is going to be a good pitcher for a while. And, you know, that, that Sonny Gray is going to be there for another year. I mean, the Chad Green looks like he, I mean, I would use him as a closer. I mean, especially if you don't, you know, 100% trust what Chapman's doing. And I don't, even though he's having a fine postseason. You know, that this is a team that is built for the future. I didn't expect it to be now. I really didn't. And so I, I'm going to root in so hard for the Astros. Now, let's go to the other series right now. The, the Cubs won. It was a, it was a solo home run brigade. Uh, I, I still, I believe this was the Cubs' saving face. Uh, I do think the Dodgers are the better team. Now, can the Dodgers lose today with Kershaw? Of course. Of course they can. There have been a bunch of games where the, the Dodgers have leaned on Clayton Kershaw and he's come up small. But I don't see this Cub team winning four straight games. I really don't. Now, I can tell you who wants to see that happen. Fox. My God, what they would kill to see a Yankee-Cubs World Series. 
The Yankees-Dodgers World Series would be pretty intense too for TV ratings and for casual viewers. I, of course, want Houston. And when you think about the suffering index that I did at the beginning of the year, that the Astros and the Indians are two teams whose fan bases have just been clobbered with the suffering, you know, that we're... Like, the best-case scenario for the Astros right now is seeing a Game 7. I mean, how cruel is this? The Astros are facing a team that looked like they were just going to smack around. When they were up 4 nothing the other day, when the Astros were up 4-bagel, knowing they had Keuchel and Verlander, the Yankees just looked dead. They looked absolutely dead. When the Yankees were down 3 nothing in the first inning of the wild card game and Luis Severino couldn't get out of the first, they looked like the kings of happy to be here. When they lost the first two games to Cleveland, it was, not only was it you know, written in stone that they were going to get swept, but Girardi was going to be fired. You know? And I was, I was so effusive about Altuve. And now he's been sucking a gas pipe. If it wasn't for Yuri Gurriel, or however the hell you pronounce his name, the Astros would have no offense these last few games. So the Dodgers are going to be playing uh, on Thursday when I'm probably going to drop this because I need to cut it all together. And I do believe the Dodgers are going to win. I do not think that this series is going to go back to Chavez Ravine. I think the Dodgers lost that one game. I think it was a little fluky. And I think that in the end, boom, they're going to win. Now, the Astros, I'm not sure. Because there is a pathway for an Astros title. The next game, they hand the ball to Verlander. And save for letting up that home run to Andrew Benatendi, in the playoff against the Red Sox, Verlander's been pretty damn terrific since arriving in Houston. And you don't think that Verlander knows that part of his Hall of Fame narrative is pitching the Astros into the World Series and knowing that winning Game 6 would make him look like such a badass. And once you get to a Game 7, Game 7s are, by all definitions, a coin toss. But do you know what we have to do, though? And trust me, this is a bitter pill for your pal Sully to swallow. We have to acknowledge that the Yankees are a good team. Part of this has to do with the fact that they're a good team. Is it because the Minnesota Twins choked? Well, I think the Yankees were a better team than the Minnesota Twins. If they got mediocre starting pitching, then the Yankees would have lost the wild card game. And chances are the Indians kicked the snot out of Minnesota. Did the Indians choke? Yeah, I think they kind of did a little bit. They couldn't score in that game... They, they, they got edged out of that game three, which they should have won. They should have swept the series. And Corey Kluber's ERA was over 12. That's why they lost the series. They were the best pitcher on the planet. And granted, they did win one of his starts, the uh, extra inning game. But they were lucky to win that game. 
They were lucky that Girardi didn't challenge that call and it led to the Lindor Grand Slam. Corey Kluber came up small in the postseason. If he comes up big, if he comes up big in that game five like an ace does, we're not having this conversation. So yeah, the best pitcher on the planet came up small. That's a bit of a choke job. I'll say it, and I'm a big Corey Kluber fan. He's one of my favorite players in baseball. He choked. He choked his entire season. He's going to win the goddamn Cy Young Award, and it's going to be boiled down to he got bombed in Game 5. Indians win Game 5, then the, the, the narrative is, hey, they're the best team in baseball. They got challenged, and they're moving on. Instead, they're going to be remembered for a great winning streak, but, but sucking a gas pipe in the postseason. Did the Astros choke? I don't know. Is it choking when Tanaka pitches a great game? Is that a choke job? The choke job, I think, came on uh, the bullpen. You hand the bullpen a four-run lead in the seventh inning, or a uh, four-one lead in the seventh inning, you got to get those last nine outs. You're a, you're a team with all-stars in your bullpen. you got to get nine outs without giving up three runs. And that's a choke job. But don't put it all on the Astros. Judge is a good player. Bird is turning out to be a terrific postseason player. Sanchez is turning out to be a terrific postseason player. Give credit where it's due as well in many ways. And trust me, this scares the tar out of me. But this Yankee team reminds me a little bit of the way the Bochy Giants played or the way that the Cardinals played in 2011. Granted, those teams were filled with postseason veterans and this Yankee team isn't. But those were teams that were good, not great, that got hot, and won the games they needed to win. Think about that Cardinal team that won in 2011. They won the World Series in 2011. The only reason they're in the postseason is because the Braves collapsed down the stretch. They weren't better than the Phillies. The Phillies were the best team in baseball. The Phillies were about to rampage to the World Series title. And they snuck past them. And they snuck past a Brewer team that looked pretty damn good. It looked like they were going to take advantage of the fact that the Cardinals were taken out of the equation. And the Cardinals matched up with them, played well at the right time, and faced off against the Rangers, and they won. And while no one on the planet would say that the Cardinals were the best team in the regular season, they certainly were the best team that October. And you could very well say the same thing about this Yankee team. Were they the best team over 162 games? No. They were a very good team. They were a 90-some-odd win team. They were a legit playoff team that caught fire at the right time. We have to be sometimes careful of how we describe things, especially me. Sometimes you have to look at things as a positive This is something positive. The Yankees are playing well. It's not just that the Indians lost. It's not just that the Astros lost. This isn't an incompetent Yankee team. 
They're not getting, it's not like blown calls are all going their way. Masahiro Tanaka dominated an Astros lineup twice. This was a team that scored at will against the Red Sox. That scored at will all season long. And suddenly, save for, you know, they've not been able to get the big inning save for that one time that Gurio got the bases clearing double. They have been shut down save for a run here or a run there. And yesterday, no runs at all. So maybe it's not always about choking. Maybe it's about they're playing a team that's hitting their stride. I followed the Yankees pretty closely this year. There are sometimes this year they looked incompetent. And there are sometimes this year they looked terrific. And as it turns out, this has been a few weeks where they've been terrific. And as a classic Yankee hater, Justin Verlander, don't fail me now. Dig deep. Hug Kate Upton tight. Remember how you used to dominate the Oakland A's in the postseason every time you faced them? Maybe you can do that again now. Don't have this be the day like that time in San Francisco where you let up two of Pablo Sandoval's three homers in the opening game of the World Series. No, 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 no. Think of all that time. You have multiple no-hitters. You have a Cy Young Award and an MVP, and you probably should have more than one Cy Young Award. Dig deep. Shut down this Yankee team. And oh, by the way, Astros bats. Remember how you just kept scoring whenever you wanted against the Red Sox? How's about doing that again for maybe two games? But I give the Yankees credit, and trust me, I don't like doing that. But they deserve it. Do you know why? They are one win away from the World Series, and they've earned it. So go to sullybaseball.com, like me on Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, and everywhere. Music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Well, this has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast, recorded on the 18th, but posting on the 19th. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Oh, dear God, Astros win. Please call me Sully.